Hello once again, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of AIW's The Card is Going to Change. And of course, before we start this week's show, as always, we want to give a thanks to our wonderful partners who help us bring the show to you for free on whichever podcast platform you choose to listen. Thanks to our friends at Smoke and Jay's Barbecue for always supporting us and being there. Uh, you may have just seen them recently at a fan fest over last weekend, got to try some of their food. Uh, they had a, a great response from WWE Hall of Famer Ron Simmons, from what I've gathered. So good, good deal on them for that. Uh, if you want to know what they have to offer, if you're in the Maslin area or really anywhere in Northeast Ohio, if you've got a, an event getting catered, go to at Smokin underscore Jays BBQ on social media and you can find them and uh, get in touch and contact with those guys and see what they can offer. Uh, if you've got folks who are going to be eating at your event that are vegan or vegetarian, Smoke and Jays does that as well. So they've got plenty of options to be considered for everybody that could possibly be attending your event. And of course, thanks to the merger between SmartMark Video and IWTV, watching AIW shows has never been easier. Whether you want to purchase DVDs like the most recent Wrestle Rager 3 release on DVD, go to smartmarkvideo.com. It's not, it's not, it's not, re- not newly it's not released. Recent. Yes, new trailer. New trailer. <laughs> most recently released trailer. Most uh, recently released trailer. Yeah. Because I uh, am kind of working on a project to go back and get trailers out for everything that didn't have a trailer which is quite a bit. You know, the, um, the guy that used to do our trailers got a little busy with life and yeah, television career. But, uh, <laughs> so, you know, that's, uh, they're slowly getting rolled out a little bit. Um, and, uh, you know, it just so happened that the Russell Rager three was the one that was chosen, uh, last week. And, um, Actually, it worked. I got you know Mike Burns was from video, so we sold uh, sold a few copies on Sunday. So there you uh, go. Buy those DVDs up. Yeah, Physical so media, Smart video. Bring it back. Uh, SmartMarkVideo.com for those. You can also purchase MP4s. It's the entire AIW archive that is on there. Now, also, if you are more into subscriptions and streaming services on your smart device or smart TV. Go to indie wrestling independent wrestling, I should say dot com dot t I can't even get this thing right. Christ, how long have I talked about this thing? Independent wrestling.tv, folks. That's the correct one. Uh, it is IWTV. You can follow them on social media at indie wrestling. Uh, they have not only a rotating archive of AIW shows, but also other independent wrestling promotions as well, plus some original series. It's $9.99 for IWTV. You get all of the new AIW shows as they occur uh, for a time frame, including whenever we live stream. So it's an incredible deal. This week's show, Gauntlet for the Gold, will not be live streamed. Your only way to watch it in real time is by being there. Uh, shop.aiwrestling.com for general admission tickets that are still available at the Tadmore Shrine in Akron this Saturday, May the 21st. But... The show will then shortly thereafter be available on IWTV if you cannot make it to Akron, Ohio this weekend. All that being said, we roll into this week's show. 
It is a hard sell episode. We're sorry that we missed you last week. We actually were pretty busy. We had Cybernetico uh, almost two weeks ago now, and on the heels of that, we had to we had to go to the whiteboard. We had a couple uh, couple and get couple meeting going. skis, but, uh, couple meeting skis, a uh, couple meeting skis. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's you know so all happened with them, but all sorts of planning. Yeah, see? yeah. We uh, a, actually, we had a few business meetings. It's kind of weird. I hate business meetings. I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, just <laughs> wildly like uncomfortable because to like sell yourself to this thing that is already interested. Um, but we had a few in the last few weeks. I mean, nothing has officially mat- uh, materialized. We actually have uh, a business meeting. Saturday prior to the gauntlet for the gold um, as well. <laughs> so lots of, lots of meetings happening. I don't know um, if anything will become of them, but um, yeah, I don't know. It, it seems uh, slowly, but surely getting a little, a little bit of that momentum back. It, it feels like uh, we're very busy, um, which is a good thing in just, man, is it getting tough to juggle with life again? You know, like it's that coming out of that kind of COVID nothingness for the last two years or so, um, you know, where we, you know, mixed in a show here and there over the last two years to go to this 2022 schedule, which is very heavy. And it looks like more dates are going to get added. Um, you know, we've been rolling out some announcements here over the last two weeks. Um, you know, the, the rap shows back, absolutions back, Jaylet's back. Um, you know, we're in, we're working on a couple more of those marquees that are going to be back, uh, before the end of the summer. So yeah, it's just been, uh, very, very busy. Uh, and it looks like it's going to be a fun summer. Hopefully, you know, uh, the majority of you, yeah, to be faithful that listen to this podcast uh, are going to be along for the ride because there is a lot going on. Um, it looks like at least three outdoor shows this summer, um, which, you know, that always makes me a little nervous. But, you know, when everything falls into place, I, I think there's nothing better than an outdoor summer AIW show. I think uh, it creates, you know, probably the funnest environment possible so yeah there's just a lot going on man a lot going on back to ashtabula on july 30th um working on something special for that that's a little bit different than what we did last year uh so yeah man just tons tons going on it's uh a little overwhelming but great all at the same time yeah there you go uh that voice of course aiw owner john thorne my name is steve guy your moderator of sorts uh, oh, he laid I thought we were just getting you. right into it. I thought uh, we were just getting right into it. Hard we are getting right hard into hard. it. We, you know, officially, to officially get into things, John Thorne, though, we, of course, have to do, I've already said, of course, way too many times, uh, the shout-out segment, man. So we're going to lean into that and get those over with quickly because we have so much going on. Uh, I will lead this sucker off. John Thorne, I don't know if you know this, but yesterday, as we record this on Monday, was the birthday of... One of our AIW roster members. Filthy Tom Lawler's birthday. 
Filthy Tom Lawler's birthday. Shout out. That's to not Filthy what you were going to say, was Lawler. it? Was that what you were going to say? Were you going to say is, somebody I, else? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Oh, your little no, hesitation I was going to say Filthy there. Tom Lawler. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that. Uh, Filthy Tom Lawler celebrating his birthday. Uh, former absolute champion. So shout out to Filthy Tom. Uh, I won't tell you how old he is. He looks so young and youthful. He's in great shape. The guy's a machine, right? Yeah. Shout him out. I, I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't know if I... I don't know if I have any any shout outs specifically. I mean, I'm trying to think what I've been doing for the last two weeks. You know, I don't want to shout out any of these meetings wow. prematurely uh, before a deal is done. Shout, shout out to uh, shout out to Martin Height, the inventor of the whiteboard. Oh, man. The Big whiteboard. Shot. The whiteboard. Uh, listen, before we really hard sell it, I just got to lay the scene that we acquired uh, use of a gigantic boardroom for the gauntlet for the gold logistics meeting. And if you're, if you're uh, ever booking a rumble Royale, as they would call it, (laughs) uh, man, do you need a gigantic whiteboard that's about as big as a fifth grade uh, chalkboard? It certainly helps. Uh, I think uh, it, it helps this process quite a bit. Um, that is how uh, we spent the weekend, uh, you know, <laughs> ironing, ironing that, all that out. <coughs> so shout out to uh, the whiteboard. And uh, dry erase markers, uh, they were used for hours and hours and hours this weekend uh, trying to, uh, you know, dot the I's and cross the T's on this gauntlet for the gold card and the gauntlet match itself. I mean, a gigantic undertaking. Uh, again, you know, talking about the just crazy, hectic schedule bleeding over into real life, like throwing the gauntlet in there is just a whole other monster, really. Uh, especially coming out of the cybernetica, which was it's an entirely different problem uh, to to work through. But uh, yeah, lots of uh, lots of usage of the whiteboard. So I will give out uh, a shout out to the inventor of the whiteboard or the dry erase board or whatever you call it. Also, shout out to the teams from the cybernetico. Uh, what a you know, we haven't talked about it yet on here, but uh, it, it it turned out, I think, best case scenario. Nobody really knew. I think we, we had some confidence going into it, wanted everybody to have fun with it, and it, it delivered, and it delivered uh, beyond everybody's expectations, uh, and, and that really, of course, falls on those who were involved in that one. So shout out to all of those roster members involved in the Cybernetico, uh, just fantastic job there yeah you know um that is what i think is great about the winchester shows not only are you mixing in different talents and different you know matchups and things like that but to be able to do that match which you know uh, honestly was nothing more than a marketing thing because we didn't realize the date well i didn't realize the date fell on cinco de mayo and uh somebody asked me what i'm gonna what we're doing special for it and i just kind of that came into my head. Uh, but the fact that we were able to really like 
just take that, like, listen to how stupid that is, you know, like take that just stupidity of going, ah, we're just going to call it cybernetical demio and figure it out later and be able to, um, put out a very great long storytelling match, like, like all involved did. Um, I think, you know, with, I, I think I counted with, you know, the participants, the kind of uh, the multiple ref things, the managers, the commentators, uh, the ring announcer. I think that segment had over 25 people total in it, which is crazy if you really think <laughs> about it. Like 25 people went into that just in front of a, you know, live and you know live at the winchester and live iwtv audience like uh, that featured you know 25 something different personalities um which is pretty crazy yeah that's i mean that's really wild to to uh to think about there uh and and the We'll, we'll talk about that momentarily. We'll get through this shout out segment. Full disclosure, folks, when we do the shout out segment, we at times open it up to uh, some folks from the AIW roster. And sometimes you, if you ever think somebody deserves a shout out, of course, you can uh, hit me up on Twitter at the Steve Guy or at AI Wrestling and let us know who deserves shout outs week in and week out. Uh, but these folks uh, are deserved shout outs, according to those we asked. Uh, of course, Everybody wants to shout out Luca from the Dallas Mavericks on an incredible performance yesterday. We all know he's a big fan of AIW and clearly listening to this, this podcast. Uh, uh, shout out to Whole Foods. Derek Dillinger recently discovering bone marrow at Whole Foods. And uh, also shout out to Headhunters Everywhere on uh, helping AIW roster members land new jobs uh, as as has occurred recently. That's another Derek Dillinger thing. We had to teach him what headhunters were. So, uh, you know, for as much props we give him, we have to call out some things sometimes. Uh, shout out to AIW fan, Sophie little, not only is she uh, a longtime AIW fan. She also has done some gear for the shooters. She's graduating from uh, Ohio university. That's a great big accomplishment. So congrats to her. And, uh, another big shout out from multiple roster members, actually. Uh, John Thorne, I don't know if you knew this, but Sid Von England, very handy and has become quite the gear maker. So what? <laughs> I don't buy gear. I mean, that's, a nice, that's a nice How many nice, people are listening uh, and are buying nice this thing. gear? I don't know if you need gear. Uh, look I don't for know. Sid. Look for Sid Von England if you yeah. need some gear. I think that's a, you know, you bring up a good point there. There are people who are not part of the AIW roster, but are wrestlers who do listen to this show. So maybe we do get Sid some more work there. Uh, you know, pulls pulls his weight financially in that household finally. Uh, where else are we going to go here from here, John Thorne? I don't know. Let's get into it. Shall we? You got no yeah, set more shout outs. I, I really don't shout have out any, segment. I don't really have any shout outs that I can, that I can really, uh, think of, to be honest with you. I, I, I prepare zero shout outs. This is your segment. 
I really like That's the back end right. segment so, where Cyber I just Nerd answer. Show. I like the back end segment where I just answer a bunch of questions for ninety minutes from fans in the Discord. So you don't have to think about things. Yeah, just freestyle <laughs> it. So, uh, Cybernetico, let's touch on that a little bit more before we get into this week's Golden for the Gold, because some things did set some stuff up there. Uh, we talked about how all the work that went into it, and it was great, but the Cybernetico itself, uh, just amazing expectations. And then, after such a long matchup on all the eliminations, we're, we're ending with Dominic Garini and Derek Dillinger, and if you were not already entertained and invested in what was happening in that cybernetico match, boy, did those two leave it all out there and put on a show. Uh, I mean, these are your, your top two people aside from uh, Josh prohibition, who of course helps um, do classes at the school, but these are real realistically your top two trainers uh, speak to, I don't know if, if, if pride is the right word for you or, or just what your thoughts were on, on what those two did to end and close that night. Um, you know, to just give them the credit though, is a disservice. I no, think, no, to the correct. entire match. Um, you know, the, the home stretch was, was great, but I don't think the home stretches is great without the, you know, uh, whatever it was, 45 minutes or whatever of in-ring action before that. I think the whole thing with entrances was over 70 minutes. Um, You know, it it was just a, um, yeah, you know, like it it was a good, uh, I think it was a good little way to tie it up, but I, I don't think that it, the story works without, all the other pieces in the machine that went into that entire match. Um, because I mean, there was a lot of, a lot of great stuff in there that, that set the table for them uh, to be able to do that at the end. Um, and, you know, a, a little, you know, shocking surprise for, for Dominic telling him, um, you know, he's getting the, uh, the title shot in his hometown. Uh, I, I think really made for a good moment. Yeah, uh, this is, I mean, uh, I may be wrong. Has he had a title shot at the absolute title? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I I don't know. I know. I feel like it's been so long. I don't I'm trying to think if he. It's if possible. He ever, if but he ever I mean. <sighs> Certainly maybe. the stage has never been bigger than this for him. Yeah, though. I mean, I, I, I really don't think. I really don't think so. I mean, you know, I'm going to say that and somebody's going to, you know, find something where it happened, but, um, I really don't think that he has, I think this is really, um, you know, I know he hasn't really disclosed, you know, his medical stuff, but I mean, everything that has kind of come on for this to culminate in his, you know, what he would consider his hometown venue, <laughs> the Tadmore Shrine. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't think there's a, a more perfect story for Dominic Garini than uh, this Saturday. I think this is, you know, uh, going to be the culmination of years of hard work and the tr- trials and tribulations he experienced, um, you know, last year and early this year. Um, you know, 
to the comeback and you know maybe one day dom is going to get into everything that happened um <clears throat> i don't i don't think to this point that he has so i'm not gonna you know uh, talk about it uh, again i could be wrong on that but i don't think that he has disclosed everything that he went he went through and is still kind of going through but um yeah i think this is just um you know uh, one of those kind of things where in wrestling it just um you know whatever it is the universe or whatever kind of brings it all together i think this is the moment yeah and and what a moment it would be uh you know we we announced it we told dom there it's Dominic Garini, it's going to happen this Saturday as a result of Dom being the last person in the Cybernetico to survive the whole thing. He gets a shot at the absolute and intense titles held by Matt Cardona. That is this Saturday. So not only do you have the uh, 30-person gauntlet for the gold to determine their future number one contender, but our current number one contender gets his title shot uh, prior to that this Saturday at Gauntlet for the Gold at the Tadmore Shrine. As John just said, uh, Dom's Dom's home spot. So uh, never has there been a bigger stage for Dominic Garini than this. And again, I say that, folks. And if you want to watch it live, because there is going to be so much to support. You know, in terms, we talk all the time about people bleeding AIW, and we've talked about that a lot since Matt Cardona has shown up at AIW, and how it's gotten under the skin of a lot of people. Dominic Green is your head trainer at the AIW Academy. If anybody bleeds AIW, it is absolutely Dominic Greeny. So this match just means so much to him uh, and so much more than I think that we could even do justice in, in saying here. Uh, so if you want to come, shop.aiwrestling.com. All you've got are general admission, but uh, not a bad seat at the Tadmore Shrine, that's for sure. And anybody else, if you're not there in Akron, Ohio this weekend, you're going to have to, you're going to have to wait a few days to find out how it all goes down. Yeah, uh, um, but, you know, we're going to get into it, but uh, I really feel very strongly about what's going to happen on Saturday night. There are surprises in store, um, but there's still more fallout fallout from cybernetico. Uh, you know, the, the other big match we talk about, uh, Isaiah Broner has himself a matchup. We see the debut of the Babushka boy, the Babushka Baron, I suppose, is, is his actual name. Uh, so Jeffrey John shows up and no match for Isaiah Broner. And in true Isaiah Broner fashion, lays out a challenge afterwards. All he has to do is say a name. And this Saturday, you have the hard-hitting Isaiah Broner taking on Eddie Kingston. That calling for the gold. Yeah, and I just would like to clarify uh, because Josh Bishop has been spreading uh, a rumor around the world of uh, independent wrestling that the Babushka Boy got a please come back chance. Uh, I watched the tape. I, I did not. I did not hear uh, please come back for the Babushka Boy on the uh, replay of the stream. I don't know if uh, IWTV edited it out or uh, Josh Bishop is lying. I would lean to Josh Bishop is lying. Uh, and the Babushka boy did not get the please come back chance. But uh, if anybody has any, uh, you know, audio or visual evidence, uh, I will certainly review it. He's uh, 
he, he Josh Josh Bishop, big fan of the Babushka of boy Babushka Baron. Uh, even though he didn't have a great showing uh, on this night, but I say Isaiah Broner is hard hitting, and we have seen time and time again how hard hitting Eddie Kingston is. Uh, just in fact, last weekend had a match in New Japan for New Japan. So uh, here here we go again. Tadmore Shrine, the two heavy hitters going at it. Uh, I well, I expect just I don't know pure violence out of this one. Yeah, I mean, this is what the people want to see. I think this is the one. Um, and if you want to see it live, you got to buy a ticket. Yep, exactly it. That's exactly it. And this is a match you, listen, you want to see live. I know, we'll get into it. Uh, you have surprises in store. Uh, but this is not a surprise. And it's still a match that I think everybody will be talking about once it happens. No pressure, Isaiah Broner. Uh, we, we will see. I mean, uh, I, I think he, thri- I think he thrives on the pressure. You know what I mean? I think he's, uh, yeah, you know, he's ready for it. I, I, I think, you know, 2022 is, uh, you know, it's, it's his time. I mean, not only in AIW, he's starting to pop up on a lot of shows and he's probably going to continue to pop up on a lot of shows, honestly. And I mean, rightfully so. And I think this is just, uh, you know, another one of those moments, uh, that is going to be remembered as part of the 2022 ascent of Isaiah Broner. Yeah. Big match after big match. Uh, as our friend, one of the mysterious benefactors, Josh Goldstein has dubbed him the problem. Uh, Isaiah Broner has been a big problem for just about anybody that he has faced. Uh, so we will see what happens, but of course, Eddie Kingston, not a guy to back down from a challenge. Uh, we have not seen Eddie at AIW in now over a year. He was part of our return shows last April. Uh, so this will be a good welcome home for him uh, as well. Uh, it's going to be, you know, that he's going to want to put on a show uh, for everybody in attendance for what he considers, you know, one of his quote unquote home promotions. So a very exciting matchup there. Um Further fallout from uh, Cybernetico. You know, we talked, it came down to Dominic Garini and Derek Dillinger. And Derek Dillinger has, you know, we talked about Isaiah Broner thriving under pressure. And Derek Dillinger's put on some good shows. Uh, and he has, I mean, again, talk about hard hitting, just he and Dominic Garini just destroying each other at the end of that Cybernetico. But he falls up. He falls short, and he falls short again, uh, just as he did, unfortunately, uh, against Wes Barkley for the Biggins Cup. I say all that, but uh, Derek Dillinger will have a matchup on Gauntlet for the Gold against Chase Oliver, who is another guy who has kind of rebounded here in 2022 after injuries, and he has tried to create an ascent for himself. So this makes for a, a good matchup. Derek feeling like there's still more for him to prove after now coming up short yet again. Yeah, I think they're both kind of in the same boat, honestly, of, you know, they're kind of right there on that, like, cusp of, you know, you don't want to say superstardom. That's, like, probably overblowing it. But 
um, you know, there's just that cusp of, you know, hitting that next level, you know, kind of like where Isaiah Broner <coughs> has kind of, you know, become like this, you know, shooting star, you know, supernova, like unstoppable force. Um, they're kind of not mm-hmm. there yet. They're like right kind of, you know, teetering on the edge, I think, uh, both talented in different ways. Um, they've worked together. You know, I don't think they've worked together in the capacity of AIW much, but they have. And I think, you know, this is a good kind of, you know, opportunity for both of them to go out in front of, you know, what is hopefully a pretty large crowd and, um, you know, show what they can do. Yeah. And this is, like you said, great opportunity here for them. Uh, Cybernetico, just kind of to round it out, folks, it is available currently on IWTV. Uh, so check it out if you have not watched it yet, because you can see all of this fallout, how it all happened, leading us to Gauntlet for the Gold itself. Not just the Cybernetico match, it was incredible. Uh, there were also other matches on there. Katie Arquette upsetting Jocelyn Navarro. Uh, that, uh, you know, rematch, we talked about it here, John Thorne. You wanted to see it. Apparently, they did too. And, that series in AIW sitting at 1-1, so that's uh, exciting, and hopefully that's a rivalry that, uh, I mean, we just continue to see here because those two do not disappoint. Uh, and then we also had a debuting tag team uh, in the Bang Bros, and those guys find themselves on the second AIW show in a row. We are actually going to see the Bang Bros taking on bulking season this Saturday at Gauntlet for the Gold. Yeah, I thought the Bang Bros, um, you know, had a, had a decent showing. Um, and I figured I'd, you know, kind of, uh, give them another opportunity here. Um, you know, there are a lot of, di- there are a lot of other shows going on, on this date, you know, uh, like I s- I've said previously, we used to kind of try to manipulate, you know, the calendar to try to find the best date. Um, and this year we kind of had to throw, throw that out the window and we just picked dates. Um, and unfortunately, you know, there's a lot of people that were already previously booked. So, um, this is where the bang bros kind of have, you know, grabbed themselves an opportunity by being available, honestly. Um, and, uh, I'm looking forward to, to what they can do. And, um, you know, same with bulking season, just like, you know, Derek and chase, I said, I said, they're also kind of you know, floating around right there. Like the, you know, the crowd is kind of, is kind of getting with them, but not totally, you know, full on with them yet. So, um, I'm just interested to see, you know, how, how these two teams work together, you know, bang the bang bros. I think, you know, they're young, they have <laughs> probably quite a long future in, um, you know, pro wrestling. And I think, um, same goes for, for balking season. I think this is going to be a good battle of two young teams uh, still trying to really establish themselves. Um, Bang bros uh, are, are starting to get quite a bit of work, you know, all around the Midwest uh, and balking season gets quite a bit as well. So this is kind of that battle of these two, you know, up and coming Midwest tag teams. Yeah, this is going to be uh, this is going to be fun to watch. Bang Bros really did impress in that first matchup. It was, um, I, I mean, I don't know. It was impressive. I just said it. That's that's the only word I could use. They, uh, I had no idea. I had not seen them live going into this, uh, into Cybernetico. 
Uh, so it was it was very fun to watch how you know they are relatively new, but how they work so seamlessly well together. And they've got some contrasting styles between the two of them that on the Bang Bros there, and they just blend it so well. You know, watching them seemed like uh, honestly, it seemed like I was watching a team that had been together for years and years. Uh, so excited to watch them against bulking season here bulking season obviously with a size advantage so you talk about contrasting styles i talk about it between the two guys at bang bros but now you have bulking season completely different style from them uh which style wins out we will find out this saturday and again i'm gonna tell you again folks you want to go you want to see it all happen live shop.airesling.com get your tickets that's the only way to see it in real time you've got to be there in akron ohio uh, or else wait for it to be released on IWTV and try to avoid any spoilers that may happen uh, out there on social media. So that's all happening this Saturday. Uh, those are the matches that we've got listed right now. Uh, again, Isaiah Broner taking on Eddie Kingston, Bang Bros taking on Bulking Season, Chase Oliver taking on Derek Dillinger, and uh, Dominic Garini gets his title shot in uh, his home venue for AIW at the Tadmore Shrine in Akron, Ohio, not far from where he grew up. He will vie uh, for the AIW Absolute and Intense titles against current champion Matt Cardona. Uh, And then from there, we, of course, also have the 30-person gauntlet for the gold. The only way to win is be the last person standing in the ring after everybody else has been thrown over the top and landing two feet on the outside of the floor. But uh, John Thorne, I reckon you've got some tricks up your sleeve for not just the gauntlet, but uh, for everything. May we see, are there other matches that you haven't announced yet? Possibly. I know you're working on some things. Okay. Possibly. I'm working on some things. I mean, he's not saying anything. He's just working on some things, folks. I'm working on, I I mean, I'm working on some things, you know, it's been a difficult process uh, really just based on, like I said, there are so many shows happening throughout the country this Saturday. Um, so it takes a lot of people off the table. So you, you, I was forced to really get creative. Um, and I think for especially those hardcore AW fans, I think it's going to be a really uh, fun, fun night on Saturday. You know, there are always uh, surprises within the gauntlet itself. And I'm just guessing that this will be no different. We'll see some uh, some fun returns or maybe debuts. I don't. I mean, I don't really know fully what to anticipate or expect. But it, it is always a uh, a good time. And like you just said, I, people always pleased with getting to see some familiar faces and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, I I think um, I I think I was able to put together uh some interesting enough stuff that's going to happen on Saturday. Um, I really feel that if it all comes together, um, people will be very uh, disappointed if they choose to sit this one out. Um, But the the good thing about it being a surprise, if if it falls apart, I mean, nobody really knows, right? (laughs) Nobody really knows it was supposed to happen. (laughs) Yeah, that's... uh... But there are That's some things and there are some things in motion right now. I will say that things are in motion, folks. 
How about that? Uh, let's talk about, you know, Gauntlet for the gold. This was, this was the last event on the calendar before everything shut down. We were gearing up for Gauntlet for the gold in 2020 and the world shut down, everything canceled. So this event, two years in the making, John Thorne, uh, can you believe that? What does that feel like knowing that, hey, we're finally here? Um, is this truly, we've, we've said it many times that we feel like we're back, but because this is the event that we left off with, are you starting to really, really feel like we're back? Um, you know, it's very like a bittersweet sort of feeling um, because you, <laughs> I think a lot of people don't even realize that, you know, cause like, I mean, you realize it and you don't realize it, how long the pandemic has been going on for. And you know, that two years is such a blur at times. It feels like it was a lifetime. And, you know, like right now it feels like it just started yesterday, you know? <coughs> so, um, to, I, I believe, uh, wrestling cheers put up a tweet with like exactly the amount of days it has been since this event was supposed to happen. And it was like a crazy number. And I was like, wow, like that really put it in perspective, you know, like this has been on the shelf for, uh, two years, you know? And it's like, it's the other weird thing is, you know, I, I, I saw some people and they're like, how long you been doing AIW? I'm like, Oh, 15, 15 years. But it's cause we're at gauntlet for the gold 15. Yeah. <laughs> Absolution 15. And it's like, wait a second. No, like there's just two years that didn't happen, but like we were still at it. And, you know, in a way, um, just not to the capacity that we were, um, so it is, uh, it, it is a very kind of strange feeling to be finally hosting this event. Um, I really am just hopeful that, you know, we can put like our stamp of, you know, was it, it was worth the wait on it on Saturday night. I mean, that's my hope I've been, you know, I, I, I know that, uh, you know, you know how hard we've been trying to mm -hmm. make this a, a big event um, if we can. And, you know, we're trying all sorts of, you know, last minute things and reaching out to last minute people and, um, you know, kind of uh, bringing it down the, to the wire to see what we can pu pull together, if anything. Um, I think what we have is fun. I think that's if we can pull some of the stuff together, it will be, uh, unforgettable. Um, and I don't want to overhype it because, you know, there's a possibility it doesn't happen. Uh, but I'm pretty, uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited either way. Um, because I think, you know, what the work that, you know, especially went in this weekend, um, for everything, that's coming up in the next few months. I think there's a lot of exciting stuff and it really kicks off this Saturday. 
Yeah, so that tweet that you mentioned, Wrestling Cheers, uh, 26 months is what that says. That's, uh, you know, you say that out loud, and, I mean, that's uh, that's incredible. Two years, two months. I know it finally- feels like tw- it feels like 26 months, but it doesn't feel like 26 months. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's what's been so weird about the pandemic is, you know, it felt like a lifetime, and now it goes, like – it's almost like those years didn't even happen. It, it, I don't know. It's a very weird feeling. Yeah. And that, that 26 months is from when it was supposed to happen. Not even since the last gauntlet, the, you know, the last gauntlet, it was, it's probably uh, 38 months, I would say at least March of 2019. So uh, man, just wild to, to think about. Um, also, uh, backtrack shout out to wrestling cheers john thor did you know that the aggravated accountant and the bitter banker have their own twitter <laughs> i don't i don't know where they get the time because these guys are always so busy working but if i mean I, I knew that they had one but i did not I, I don't think i've ever actually scrolled and read the timeline at nine to five a b uh, if you folks want to follow them out there, they don't have a lot of followers. They're not following a lot of people, I presume, because they're so busy working uh, and don't have time for social media. But there you have it. I had no idea. So that's fun. Uh, all right. Gauntlet for the gold. We've talked about it. There's so much going into this. There's so much on the line for everybody. Uh, Dominic Garini could end up being your absolute and intense champion. What an amazing moment that would be for him in his hometown. Uh, I think that we would all be just overjoyed for that to happen. And finally, I get rid of uh, Matt Cardona's reign here. Uh, you know, everybody has tried Josh prohibition, Joshua Bishop. Uh, let's team AIW all the way, of course. And everybody, I think behind Dominic Greeny here going into Saturday, but then of course, whether he wins or Matt Cardona retains the titles, the winner of the Gauntlet for the Gold will be your number one contender going into Absolution. Can I reveal? Can I reveal a little twist? Can I reveal sure. a little twisty? Absolutely. There's a twist. Uh huh. That uh, I know that we went back and forth on if we were going to make public. But the twist is, I decided right now in this moment with not a lot of thought that I'm going to. Reveal the twist, and the twist is the loser of the absolute title match this Saturday will receive an entry into the gauntlet for the gold. Oh wow! So, so we could feasibly see. A there's a lot. There's a lot you could see. Correct. Wow. There's a lot of different ways that could shake out. Okay. Okay. Just throwing another little layer in there. All right, there you go, folks. Uh, That one, not a surprise. You already know going into it. Uh, But wow, what a lot of work that would be. You know, you you have that matchup, and then I, uh, oof, that's. uh, You're going to have to turn right around and enter the gauntlet if you lose. Yeah, you're going to have to turn right around and enter the gauntlet. Wow, incredible. I don't even know where to go from there. That's what a what a little sidebar tidbit you threw in there. So now who knows? We could see we could see the rematch at Absolution, which uh, we did mention is 
you, you, you've dropped tickets, right? Tickets are, are the, soon on sale to the email so list. They are currently on sale. They, right? were, they're, they were on sale on Patreon and they went out to the email list. Uh, they will go on sale to the public uh, Friday. Okay. Saturday. Uh, well, yeah, we'll do it Saturday. We'll do it the day of the gauntlet. All right. There you go. Uh, Absolution 15. And uh, that is also taking place in Akron at the Tadmore Shrine. That's Saturday, July 23rd. So Gauntlet for the Gold, this is, you know, just as Cybernetico had implications for Gauntlet for the Gold, Gauntlet for the Gold will have some incredible implications and lay out what happens at Absolution 15 as we head on our way there. Another event that has not taken place for uh, over three years by the time we get to that. All of this not since uh, 2019. So much to look forward to again the only way to watch this in real time is to be there in Akron, Ohio. There's so much, uh, and John Thorne has alluded to uh, possible things here up his sleeve. So shop.aiwrestling.com for your tickets. Only general admission remains, but there's a huge uh, bleacher section, so plenty of seating. Uh, this is going to be one of the potentially biggest events in AIW history you want to be there for it. Uh, I think from the various small hints that have been dropped to me, uh, not during this podcast, that this is going to be one of the most talked about shows of the year across independent wrestling. I mean, that's the hope. We'll see. Uh, like I said, you know, I don't want to hype it up or jinx it uh, and have some things fall through, but there's. <laughs> A lot in motion that uh, I I think is too far in motion to stop at this point. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. Anything can happen between uh, now and Saturday, but there's... uh, uh, I don't know. You're trying to not say say too much. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know how to not say too much. (laughs) Um, I would just suggest you buy a ticket. Um, you know, there's under 50, uh, general admission tickets left. I would like to see those gone before Saturday. Um, and let's have fun. Uh, also totally unsanctioned by the company. There is allegedly going to be a very unsanctioned. We have nothing to do with it. If they ask, uh, tailgate going on. Hosted by the fans <laughs> in the parking lot. Yeah, I imagine that they will be easy to find. But if the shrine asks me, I'm going to say, I don't know who those people are. <laughs> no idea what you're talking about, Shriners. Uh, John Thorne, let's roll into uh, some questions here from the AIW Discord uh, since you told them to ask the questions here. Uh, first one leading off, this has to do with Gauntlet for the Gold. Solid question. We have not addressed it yet on social media. Will Eddie Kingston be doing a meet and greet before the show this Saturday? I wish I could answer that question, and I cannot. Uh, I asked him; he did not respond. So <laughs> that's where it is. He did um, have a he. You know, he doesn't love to do. Right. He's not like a really meet and greet guy. Right. So I, I presented it to him. I said, "Hey, I would get some things made up for you because I know that he doesn't have anything." Uh, cause he doesn't do meet and greets. He didn't respond. So 
Um, I'm going to leave it at that. Maybe we get him out there for some photo ops or something, <coughs> unless he contacts responds to me in the next, you know, day or so. Uh, so I really can't answer that. I mean, a lot of people have been asking that and I, I kind of pre prefaced that with like that to him. I said, Hey, you know, you're a television star now, you know, people are asking these questions. Um, but I, I really don't have an answer. I am sending him a text message here as we speak to see what he says. <laughs> he had a big match last weekend, uh, as I alluded to for new Japan pro wrestling. So I'm sure he was concentrated on that. We will find out. We'll try to find that answer out for you folks. Uh, if not by the end of this recording, we'll have it, uh, on, on social media for you. Um, now here's a fun question from the rip city pharmacist. What's your backup entrance song? If 99 problems were not ever, in existence. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I've used all kinds of like stupid, like uh, hardcore metal songs. I don't know. Um, that one, I think just people know, you know, I mean, I, I didn't like, I used some other stuff. Like I used like a, uh, uh, data remember song for a little bit i mean i you know after i started using 99 problems uh because i thought it was like only appropriate for my feud with Haley hatred but then it just it, i brought it back when i made that surprise match against lufisto because i thought it was again a, an appropriate thing for that match mm -hmm. and i think it just from that like i don't think it ever stuck until that lufisto match yeah um and then, you know, at that point, it's just kind of <coughs> where it is. I mean, you know, I'm not even really the biggest Jay-Z fan. <laughs> you know, like, it's just one of those things. All right. I have an answer for you already. <laughs> it's probably a no. I asked him if he if he wanted to. He said, ah, I hate them, but if, if Thorn and the fans want me to do it, I'll do it for them. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll see if I get some 8x10s made up then. There you go, folks. Eddie, you will you will have an Eddie Kingston meet and greet on uh, on Saturday uh, before Gauntlet for the Gold. So until he changes his mind on Saturday. until he changes his mind <laughs> on Saturday. Uh, okay, did we try to book Cody Rhodes after his WWE release, but before he signed with Ring of Honor? Um, I don't know if we tried. I mean, we, you know, especially at that time when it was, I mean, not like gigantic releases, we would always kind of inquire uh, to see where fees were at and stuff. Um, and it was just not something that we could have afforded at that time. I mean, um, <coughs> you know, and that was you know, right when we were really kind of experimenting with bigger, I guess, bigger ticket stars to come in, you know, uh, and meet and greets and things like that. And, um, you know, at that time, financially, it just was not something uh, that we could afford. There you go. And then I think uh, he, he blocked us on, on Twitter because we didn't book him. <laughs> All right. Uh, 
recent show, I I believe we talked about this when we were all together. Um, recent show down in Georgia, a fan and a wrestler got into it. Uh, you don't have to comment on it, but uh, you can if you want. The question being, uh, do you think that there's a limit of what a wrestler should do to get heat? Uh, yeah, I, th- I I think there's a limit. Um, I don't know if touching a hat is a, is that. You know, yeah. Magnum used to do that all the time, and people, people loved, loved it. it. Yeah, I think it's all situational. You know, like what? Uh, that's the one thing is like, I think it's like probably not only a wrestling thing, but it could be comparative to the country as a whole. Is like, you know, what works in Cleveland isn't going to work in Georgia and vice versa. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I think everything is kind of situational, especially in wrestling. Um, I do think that there should be limits, especially now with just the way the world is, you know, and that's has nothing to do with like the quote unquote cancel culture type of people, but you just have to be careful, you know, like you, you, shouldn't be you know looking for an altercation as a wrestler there that's one that's one thing that really bothers me is you know when there's like a unruly fan or you know there's a drunk fan or there's somebody that's like heckling too much it's just like wrestlers are so like oh we should you know they want to they're like foam at the mouth you know to like hope that the guy does something and it's like i mean who care? You know, like, I, I don't understand. I, like, I don't understand that like pack of wolves mentality that happens sometimes. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's limits, there's, there's limits from fan that fans should, you know, do too. But again, like the expectation of a limitation from a fan in Cleveland is probably different than the expectation of a fan in Georgia. You know, there's just different pockets of the world and people, you know, act or have different expectations in different places. So it's really hard to comment on that specific inc- incident, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, I, I think both, I think everybody's at fault, you know, both, you know, both sides. <laughs> sure. Um, the Patreon question, are Patreon levels still getting a makeover? Uh, I would say, yeah, we're still working on that. Um, uh, trying to to get some things going there, but we had uh, some priorities, you know, like uh, yeah, figuring I mean, out I'm, for the goal. I'm, yeah, I'm slowly working on it, and um, you know, we have. Uh, it, it's funny because we had, I have some stuff that, you know, we're we're, we're gonna surprise some people with, and I just I have to like figure out how to actually get it out there you know <clears throat> um so uh again you know I, I talked to dustin alberti he wants to sit in and uh commentate those north canton shows from last summer and put those up on patreon and, and you know different things um are you know in the works and you know i guess i should probably maybe do a little bit of research and see some you know take a look at some other patreons and, and different incentives that are out there um and again you know i appreciate the people that have stuck with us on patreon you know or got off at it <laughs> i mean i'm not even gonna lie uh every now and then we, we we toss some some good gems up there but 
Um, for the most part, you know, we have not uh, held up our end of the bargain. And uh, that is, you know, really a thing that this year I want to change. And, you know, I, I guess to kind of speak on that a little bit, one of the things that uh, we are doing now at the school and, you know, this may come into you know, help the patron. It may, it may not, but, uh, you know, now we are kind of asking people, you know, all the students like, okay, besides a wrestler or what other skills do you have? You know, like what, what else do you do? You know, do you do, you know, and some people are, you know, I went to, I went to, you know, a, a video school or I, you know, I, have a marketing degree or, you know, different things like that. So we're really going to try to incorporate some more people kind of, you know, from the school to, to help out with certain things. And then Patreon content is probably um, really up there on the priority list. Um, fun question here. May had teacher appreciation week. This is for both of us. Who is the best teacher you've ever had? I don't know. I mean, I, I was a really bad student. <laughs> all my teachers I was going to say, me. I feel like you really did not like school. <laughs> uh, all my teachers, I mean, all my teachers hated me. I mean, uh, I was like a bad student until my senior year. And then like, I took like, you know, whatever it was like, I like fucked off like until 12th grade. And then they were like, okay, you need X amount of credits to graduate. And then I took like all of those credits and I got on a roll and then I was just done with it. You know, like I was just like, I just applied myself for one year of high school just to show like, Oh, I, you know, whatever I can do it. Uh, I don't really remember any of my teachers or anything. Uh, you know, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of, I'm like more of like a, it sounds bad. Like more of like a, I like absorbing information, but I'm more of like a, a, you know, filter it out and teach myself sort of person with most things. I mean, it's, mm. that probably sounds kind of stupid, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't have really any, anything to say about any of any of my teachers. I mean, I don't even, I don't really remember too many of them. Uh, Been out of uh, school for a while. I remember, I remember teachers, man. I have a really good memory though. Uh, I will say my fourth grade teacher uh, Mr. Crane was one of the first people to really, really like push me. And, uh, you know, you felt like somebody saw something in you that you, you know, you had a bright future, um, still keep in touch with him. And he actually went to school with, uh, one of my parents. So, uh, that was neat to end up finding out. And then, uh, high school, my Spanish teachers, Mr. Houston and Mrs. Farquhar, they were great. Uh, awesome people. Those are those are my favorite uh, teachers. Probably the best ones I had too. They were just uh, they were really good teachers. I don't know. Well, I don't think any of my teachers ever saw anything in me. But <laughs> I, I don't think that I don't think that I can name one teacher if a million dollars was on the line right now. Oh man, that's crazy! Like I can lifetime. Name, oh, lifetime. I can name so many of my teachers. Yeah, I I I I, I could not. Um. Opinion on some of the new talent that debuted and wrestled on the last couple Winchester shows. We've touched on that. We certainly touched on that in this episode. 
Uh, one of the, you know, one group we didn't talk about was uh, a money shot. We finally got to see them debut. We had seen uh, Zach Nystrom previously. Uh, this time we got to see the man dime Elijah Dean team up with him. Uh, and, you know, they did well. They had a good showing. I think, um, I think there's been, you know, uh, that, that is, you know, I, I, I will always say, you know, like the Winchester shows, the, my only thing is I wish that they sold a little faster or, you know what I mean? Like wasn't so, you know, wait till the walk up or you, you, there's just, the, there's a lot of uneasiness when it comes to the Winchester shows compared to like the shrine or the Odeon for the most part, you know, those are usually do pretty gangbusters business. But the flip side of that is what's great is getting to see people live in front of a crowd, getting reps in and, you know, developing. And then you go, Oh, okay. Maybe we do something with them. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe we'll bring them back for a couple. Maybe, you know, another good thing about the Winchester is maybe you just bring somebody in for a one-off. That's great, but they don't fit into the current, lay of the land of AIW, right? You know, like I think Hoodfoot is a good example of that. He's great. Uh, we just don't have somewhere for him to be on a full-time basis. That is another great benefit of the Winchester events is, you know, you get those people in and you give the, you give the fan base, you know, uh, something that they want to see. And you know what I mean? It, it has those benefits as well. Uh, so I think that there's a lot of, great benefits and speaking of that and new talent um this is a question i got today uh privately so i'll just i'll answer it on the podcast i was asked will there be a daytime jaylet weekend show and the answer to that is yes we will be bringing back the fresh meat concept for the Ooh. day show of jaylet um which will feature um quite a few new people coming out of the Academy that have been waiting to debut um, and, or, and, or will be ready to debut by August 20th. Um, so the fresh meat concept will come back. We only did it one time. Um, you know, we've done kind of different incarnations of debuting people or getting them experience. Um, but uh, fresh meat will be the day show of Jaylet Weekend, uh, which, and, and you know, it's not going to be exclusive to just students out of the school. But um, very excited about that concept coming back as well. Um, you know, I was considering not doing a day show at all this year for Jaylet Weekend because sometimes it kind of just adds to the pressure of the whole thing. And, you know, Jaylet is such an uphill battle anyway. Um, and then, you know, I went to the school and there's just so many people, like so many students at the school right now. And, you know, we would never be able to debut them, you know, any other way. Um, so I decided to bring back the fresh meat concept. Um, and that's what we're going to do. And by the way, that's the first time that we've officially talked about JLIT on the podcast. You did just release the dates uh, on social media. That's August 19th and August 20th here of 2022, folks, Friday and Saturday. Uh, so be on the lookout for uh, tickets for that in 
of the future. Um, also, to there was something I was going to clarify there that you were saying. Oh, in terms of Winchester shows and debut talents, like a guy like Hoodfoot and you know anybody that we may use as a one-off. You know, that's not to say that hey, maybe we'll try to figure something out in the future. It's just look, we don't have anything right Correct. now. I and mean, everything's just, very fluid always, of course. Right. And it's just you know, it's really to give you know the the fans, you know, somebody that they want to see that we, you know, sometimes you we we can't get these people because they're booked so often yeah. as well, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, you know, those are the benefits of, um, you know, the Winchester shows. I just wish that, you know, maybe people bought those tickets up a little faster, and some sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. You know, yeah. Um, that's the that's you know, but that's the nature of you know, what we're doing. Uh, here's a good question. And I, I feel like maybe we've touched on it here and there, um, but, but not fully. It's definitely a conversation we've, we've had in private. Uh, the question being, has the rising cost of flights started to affect future bookings? And I could just say uh, the short version of this is not only the future, but past and already present bookings. You know, people have been unaware of this, but I'll let you. Yeah. I mean, the, the, cost of travel right now is astronomical you know like a f- flight that could sometimes have been 150 bucks is you know some now coming in at like 700 bucks um and not only is the cost of travel up the cost of hotels for some reason have gone up for no apparent reason in the city of cleveland uh and i'm sure all over the country um you know it's just it, it's it's crazy um, you know, how much travel has gone up and it is a, a gigantic concern um, for sure. I mean, it's, it's a concern, especially now that, you know, we're kind of ready to put the pedal to the metal, but you know, then you're going, Oh, you know, you got three, three flights and, you know, you've just increased the, the budget, you know, by, you know, 1500, 2000, you know, $3,000, you know, when you throw the hotels in and everything else, uh, it's, you know, it's going to get tricky, I think. Um, and if you know any sponsors or anybody, you know what I mean? Like we, we really don't hustle sponsors or any of that additional revenue, but, um, you know, Jaylet is going to be touchy. Uh, I can't, say that we've already you know confirmed a couple um you know decently price tagged people you know uh mm-hmm. with flights and all these other things and um june the june show is gonna be it's gonna hurt uh i'm sure travel wise uh have at least you know just what's announced you get two flights from mexico city um but, you know, that's us trying to, you know, throw down that, you know, uh, people were kind of, I, I felt like people, and I'm not saying this to directly to, you know, our, our loyal fan base, but uh, I feel like just maybe people within the industry have been, you know, had counted us out or written us off a little bit um, based on, you know, how we were kind of 
going slow, you know, throughout the last year of kind of reopening things up. Um, so, you know, there was been, there were positives and, and negatives for how we did things, you know, since the kind of slow comeback from COVID and the pandemic. And I feel like kind of the slowness of that wrote us off a little bit. So now it's, you know, I want to fucking throw everything out there, you know what I mean? And say, Hey, you know, we never left. Um, and you know, I, I think the shows have been vastly improving because of this, that mentality, but then boom, you get hit with the reality of these rising travel, travel costs and expenses. And it's, you know, it's, it's tough to juggle because you don't, want the you know you, you you don't want the 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 bank account to go down to zero and you know then we're down again for you know uh, who knows what could happen in the future you know nobody expected a pandemic to happen so <laughs> you know uh it, it's it's all very concerning um i haven't we i haven't really backed off of too much yet but sometimes it's like hey you know do we need that do we need that maybe we put somebody else in that spot. Um, you know, in, uh, you know, some people request, you know, even the car loads, you know what I mean? Like I can, we can't bring a car load in from like we used to from the East coast that was packed full of talent, you know, uh, gas is like, I, th- I think it was $5 for like, you know, uh, the lowest, what is it like 87 or whatever gas? Like, uh, it yeah. was like five bucks yesterday in Cleveland. Well, so I can't imagine. Right? I can't imagine what it is in New York or you know some of these bigger areas. So I mean, the the car load and this affects. This is going to affect you know also our students that are actively on the road on non AIW dates. You know it's going to be hard for them to get work too because people aren't you know uh, gas. I think some people like kind of joke about the economics of indie wrestling. Like they think it's like all a big joke because all you ever hear about is these like, you know, hot dog promoters or whatever, whatever the fuck. But like that is more rare than you think. And the problem is, is, you know, uh, the real promoters are just not going to be able to afford a carload of people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To drive to, wherever you know like w- that's going to take multiple tanks of gas you know like it's just <coughs> we you know we're thankful that we can fill out a card if we needed to gun to the head with probably all students w- we're not doing that but a lot of other promotions are probably in a lot of trouble in that respect because i mean I, it does not seem like these prices are going to go down anytime soon whether it be a gas or, or or air travel um because i i would i would think that air travel is so expensive because of the price of gas yeah that's part of it sure so i mean i i don't know we haven't really totally backed off or been scared off you know i think if we were really scared off i wouldn't have put that jaylet flyer up today uh <laughs> You know, we're going to go for it. We're going to see what happens and hope for the best and hope people, you know, that are listening to this podcast stay along for the ride with us, you know, through the summer uh, and just hope everything works out. Um, next question, I believe we've actually talked about 
before because somebody had asked uh question being what happened to dick justice i see he's doing the oldie wrestling show um correct me if i'm wrong but dick is he kind of quietly i think retired. he kind of re- i think he's kind of retired yeah i think yeah i think he did the last old thing as like uh as well so i don't know i haven't really yeah i think that's sp- the only thing he's doing I haven't really spoken to him. I think, you know, old wrestling ones like runs like once a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he just kind of happily retired from the business for the most part. And, you know, comes in and does that thing once a year. Yeah. I, Cause let's, I, let's be honest. The style of old wrestling is not, you know, it's, it, old, it's not <laughs> old wrestling just with an extra E. Yeah. It's uh, it's just a, it's a fun, it's a fun time, you know, it's like yeah, I mean, family oriented, style stuff and it's not uh the rigors of of it aren't what other independent wrestling shows are yeah i mean i really he was kind of in a package with colin and cheech you know too um so i don't know if they've spoken to i don't i don't know i honestly i mean i haven't spoken to him and man i don't even know how long uh so yeah i mean i hope he's doing well i guess um, last question, and we'll wind this thing down and again, folks gone for the gold. Uh, maybe you tuned out cause you got all the hype, but it, we're still excited about it this weekend, May the 21st gone for the gold Tadmore shrine, Akron, Ohio, only way to be there or see it in real time. I should say shop.aiwrestling.com As John Thorne said, there are about 50 general mission tickets left. Get them now be there you're going to want to be there if any of these potential things that uh, are being worked on do happen to shake out uh it certainly will be talked about for a long time uh in terms of shows and uh otherwise you have to wait days maybe a week or so till it's on iwtv but uh your last question here from the discord uh funny i just had this conversation with someone <laughs> yesterday Outside of the floating ring, are there any gimmick matches you haven't done that you would want to? Uh, I don't know. Not, floating I mean, ring is, is kind of our tops, right? That or on a barge. Yeah, just a, a ring in a body of water, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Not really, I don't think. I mean, when I was growing up, like, the no ropes barbed wire was, like, the end-all, be-all of gimmick matches. And, like, now there's just, like, every fucking stupid thing ever uh <laughs> so yeah i don't i don't think so i mean um i didn't think i ever wanted to do a cybernetico though and i, I we did <laughs> and i thought it went really well <laughs> so i don't know i mean present me some ideas and some with uh, a wikipedia that explains the rule set and we'll, we'll see what happens uh john thorne to wrap this thing up i present to you a another Cleveland staple outside of AIW that has a very big monumental weekend coming up. I just saw it while I was scrolling, looking for things. Is here. it Swag- Swaggle Pro? It is not Swaggle Pro. Swaggle Pro is this Saturday too in Wisconsin, but it is sold out. Uh, it is. It is a Cleveland. Uh, if, if you grew up in in Cleveland area, you will know this. This weekend. Opening back up, celebrating its 70th anniversary, is the Memphis Kitty Park. Oh, that's right by my house. Yeah. You spent some time there as a kid? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think every kid that lived in 
Northeast Ohio, went to Kitty Park because it was like, oh, I don't have to take my kid to Cedar Point. <laughs> Just take him to this <laughs> shitty little park that has like a fucking merry-go-round and a mini Ferris wheel. It was great. Love it, it sucks over there, though. I, I don't recommend anyone going over to the Kitty Park because I, I guess they're building like an Amazon, a giant Amazon thing over there. Mm. And traffic's terrible. All the, all, no, they have like the bridge shut down over there. So like you can't go into like towards Lakewood and you can't come from Lakewood. Oh, wow. It's all shut because I think it's because they have to reinforce the bridge because of all the, um, all the trucks that are going to be coming in for Amazon. Wow. Okay. So they, they're building a gigantic Amazon facility in Brooklyn, right across from the kitty park. And yeah, it's, I mean, it's all tore up over there. Uh, well, if you can get there, get there, folks. It's a it's a Cleveland landmark, and that's the, been the John the Thorne traffic report. There you go. The uh, uh, the old movie, not theater, but uh, your yeah, outdoor dri- movie screens. The old driving used to be driving. Yeah, used to go go to that all the time too. Uh, that is gone. Love saw Batman driving. Forever there. Yeah. Oh, I saw that uh, on the babysitter there. Oh, that's a good one. Good one. So got a got a John couple Thorne? other story. I got a couple other stories from my later teenage years that I can't. Yeah, I bet you do. Though. I bet you do. Yeah. Uh, wrap this thing up here and about uh, give it like thirty seconds. Your your pitch this Saturday, Gauntlet for the Gold. Anything? What should people uh, expect to summarize it up? Um, I think if we could pull this off, this will be one of the most talked about AIW events probably in history. So if you're thinking about missing it. I would highly reconsider and change your plans for this Saturday and come to the Tadmore Shrine. Tickets only 20 bucks. Are you asking me? <laughs> You're the I can't one that's remember. the prices. I can't remember. I think there might be more than that. It might be 25 for uh, this marquee event as we do. Um, but that's, listen, that's some high praise, folks. We've done so many of these hard sell shows and you listen to John Thorne uh, kind of be, oh, I don't know. I hope it goes good. Uh, blah, blah. No, uh, let, me, uh, let me say this. The, 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 the resale as it is right now is, is very good. Um, yeah. It may not look as good. I mean, that all depends on if those, all those holdover people come down to the Tadmore Shrine or they just don't show up. I don't know. Um, but if, you know, all in with those holdover tickets, it should be, uh, a, a pretty full Tadmore shrine. Uh, but you know, I do realize that there's the possibility that I sent people those reissued tickets and they, I don't know. Uh, I mean, the thing that was kind of sad is, you know, a couple of people passed away that were on that list, which is mm-hmm. awful. Um, so I don't know, you know, what happened to, I, I don't know if all, you know, hundred, whatever plus people will be, showing up or, or what, uh, I only had a couple people message me and say that, uh, they would like their ticket to be, um, you know, available for a, a fan that could use it. So I don't know. I sent out another email today just to, just to make sure I said, Hey, this is your last, last chance. So we'll see. There you go. 20 bucks. You are correct, sir. $20 general admission. So for that wonderful price, 
We hope to see more of your faces this weekend, Saturday, May the 21st at the Tadmore Shrine in Akron, Ohio for Gauntlet for the Gold 15. And we will potentially crown a brand new champion. We certainly, one way or the other, are going to crown a number one contender for Absolution 15. So your only way to watch it in real time is to be there. $20 ticket, shop.aiwrestling.com. Otherwise, you got to wait however many days until it goes up on IWTV. And you got to try to avoid the spoilers. But you're going to want to be a part of the conversation uh, from what John Thorne's saying here. So all that being said, if we do not see you this weekend, we will talk to you the next time right here on AIW's The Card is Going to Change.